0: Good morning. Welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along. If you're new today, a special welcome to you. I hope you will subscribe. Make sure you're part of the channel. And if you come back every single day, boy, I love you guys and so appreciate you being here. As we get into the word of God, you show me you're serious about growing in your spiritual faith, your walk with God. That's so, so important. I appreciate you and love you. I've been talking this week and next about places that we visit when we go to Israel, specific and some of my favorite spots and why they're so important to me. Today, I want to talk about a place where we sing. And dare I say, sing maybe like you've never sung before. In fact, I've had people tell me that as we, afterwards they say, wow, I've never sung like that before. And I'll tell you why here. We'll see in just a moment. But first, we want to look at the scripture of where we're at. And, and where this takes place, and we'll go to John chapter 5, where we read about Jesus. Now, Jesus only performed two miracles when he was in Jerusalem. doesn't include the resurrection, which is the biggest one, which he, you know, came later. But in terms of his miracles that he performed uh, during his ministry with others, two miracles, this is one of them. And we read about it in John chapter 5. Let's read. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there's a pool, which in Hebrews is called Bethesda, or some translations translate Bethsaida, having five porticos. In these porticos lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, and withered. A man was there who'd been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been there, been had been a long time in that condition. He said to him, "Do you wish to get well? Now, if I could take just a little break here, what a question! You know, after you've had a long-standing problem, this guy couldn't walk. And after you have a long-standing problem, it's easy to give up hope that you're ever going to get well. It's easy to you've you've lost heart. You've lost faith." And so this question, I mean, it might seem obvious. Do you wish to get well? Of course. I can't even walk. But Jesus asked a penetrating question. Do you still wish to get well? Have you become just used to this condition so much that you've given up any hope? And the guy indicated that he still did. By the way, with us, you see, some of the greatest breakthroughs we have in life come with those areas that we've had for a long time, and it's easy to just give up hope. I shared my series on discouragement, which you can find lower in the page, how there was a problem I had, discouragement in my life, where I thought all I need to do is learn how to manage it, learn how to just kind of not let it be too overwhelming or too evident, and how some brothers who loved me came and said, you got to overcome this. And and uh, it wasn't enough just to endure it. And sometimes when we, when you and I have a problem that we've had for a while, it's easy to just, I'm going to accept it, and so on. But Jesus asked this guy, do you wish to get well? He'd been ill for 38 years. He'd not been able to walk. 38 years. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Now there's uh what was going on here. There was the belief that when these waters and we, and by the way when we go to Israel you can see the archaeological find that was found in the early 19th century. You can see these five pools. One of them is quite deep. And to and all these people would have been sitting around there and the belief was that if they if the waters were stirred that was their chance. That was showing that A god had come down and was stirring the waters, or an angel had come down and was stirring the waters, and if they got in the waters, there would be a healing touch, and they would be healed. Now what's going on? Well, let's read the next verse here. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Immediately the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. He didn't go down and get in the waters but rather Jesus healed him right there on the spot. What's going on here? It's interesting that that something that you don't get as you're just reading John to know a historical context. This actually was a place where people believed it was a Greek god. I hope I'm pronouncing it. I forget how to pronounce his name. Excuse me. And that he was the one who would bring the healing. Now these this was Jerusalem. These were to be Jews. These were to be people who worshipped the one and only true God. And yet right here near the temple was this these pools that the people thought a Greek God, a pagan God would heal them. Obviously these people had lost hope. They would go anywhere. Sometimes we're like that when we have a health issue aren't we We will take any advice we'll try anything because if you lose your health my goodness you've lost I mean your health your health's really important and so they would they were they were looking to a pagan god to heal them and when Jesus came and healed this man so he had been lying there for 38 years unhealed by the pagan gods He showed his great power, greater than anyone else, greater than the pagan gods, greater than the others. You know, our God delights to show his strength. Our God delights to show he's more powerful than the idols that people would trust in. We have idols in our day. And it's so important that with our problems in life, whatever they may be, our problems in life that we learn to bring them to God. And we don't give up on God. We don't look to other solutions and we don't, you know, so forth. It doesn't mean you can't go to a doctor. I'm not suggesting that at all. I got a doctor's appointment myself later today. There's nothing wrong with that. But we look to God and we we trust the touch of God. And maybe you need to do that today. When we are in Israel and we're here at the pool of Bethesda, we spend some time, we pray for people who have either illnesses or infirmities themselves, either physical or spiritual, emotional, or for others in their families, it's a powerful time to stand right there and realize Jesus healed a man right here. And he showed that his mighty power is greater than that of any false God, any pagan God, any other thing. Our God wants to be involved in the things that matter to us. Don't secularize your life. Don't say, God, you've got Sunday morning and You've got my quiet time. You've got our daily word and prayer time. But later on in the day, that belongs to uh, modern science, or that belongs to the world, or that belongs to me figuring it out myself. Invite God into every aspect of your life. Invite God to be present in your life. He wants to show himself strong and mighty. 2 Chronicles chapter 16.9 says, The eyes of God move to and fro through the whole earth. That he may strongly support the one whose heart is completely his, not just in our religious activity, but in all of life. Afterward, the pools of uh, the healing waters there, and it was, and and that's called the healing waters or the healing pools of Bethesda. We really ought to call it the healing touch of Jesus, because the people weren't healed because they got in the water, they weren't healed because they they went down into those pools. No, he was healed by Jesus Christ. Jesus is the healer. It's not the waters, it's Jesus Christ. And and we're reminded, a great miracle happened there, but we're reminded it's Jesus that we look to. After that, we take a short walk. It's probably only, you know, 100 feet or so. It's right there next to the, what's called the the pools of Bethesda there. And we do look at the archaeological finds, and you see this exact spot. It's there. You can see it. This is where Jesus performed this miracle. There's a church built about 100 feet away. We just walk in a 20-second walk over, 30-second walk. It has got to be one of the most beautiful acoustics I've ever experienced in life. We go into the church, and you're allowed to sing in there, and so our group walks right up front. I love to sing. I don't know if you picked that up from me. I love to sing, and when and, and I love to sing with all my heart. And so we walk up to the front our group and we get up up there in the sanctuary and we gather together and we'll sing a hymn usually amazing grace or how great thou art or great is thy faithfulness or something that we would all know we we have a songbook we hand it out and I want to tell you in that church, the acoustics the reverberation the the resounding sound to sing and and to after talking about the greatness of our God and the power of our God greater than the pagan gods and to go there and stand there together and sing is its an experience that's, that's wonderful. It's a worship experience. It's drawing near to God. It's an expression of our heart. You know I encourage us often, sing to the Lord. Don't, don't have a little quiet little whispering sing. Learn to sing with all your heart, expressing yourself robustly, I like to say sing with all your heart bless the lord with all my soul all my heart I'll bless the lord and that's what we do and that my friends is a beautiful beautiful time so i share this this is I'm talking about my favorite spots in israel this is on my list i put it at number 8 it really could be higher because it's such a beautiful experience of praising god father in heaven we thank you that you are our healer. Jesus, you are the Lord God who heals. We thank you that you're more powerful than, than the pagan gods and the other hopes and the, all the different techniques and all the different medicines and all the different things. We're grateful, Lord, for people who apply themselves and learn and study the Bible and understand how to, how to bring uh, medical help. But we believe, Lord, that none of them can do what you can do. They can deal with symptoms or they can they can do a surgery or give us some medicine or take away some pain but no one can heal you heal the body you can heal the soul you are a mighty 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 God and we bless you with all of our heart thank you you're the your God our God is greater you're a faithful God you're a loving God Jesus I think of this man that you encountered who'd been lame for thirty years. Eight years. Oh, how he must have lost hope. How he must have had so many bouts of discouragement. So many times he wondered why his prayers weren't answered. And Jesus, one day you showed up and you did a mighty miracle. I pray for us, Lord, that we would not be people who lose heart. Think of Abraham, promised to have a child. Abraham and Sarah, and it took 25 years And yet they they did not lose heart. They grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully assured that what you promised you were able to perform. Oh, Lord, might we be people of persevering faith. Might we be people who look to you for a healing touch. Might we have discernment, grace, and wisdom to pursue paths that always are blessed and honored by you. Jesus, we love you today. We thank you for what a mighty God you are. Thank you for the way you demonstrate it. Find in us today hearts that are yours completely because we so desire to be strongly supported by our God. We thank you. You're ready, willing, and able to do so. Our God is able. We bless you today. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, I get fired up and excited about this. I hope you do too. Thanks for joining me today. Like I said earlier, I hope you come every day because we're here every day. We're not once a day, once a excuse me, we are once a day. We're not once a week or once a month, once a year, or just when we feel like a Christians, we want to be Christians every day. We want to be part of a mighty army of God who are truly transformed and we understand the power of the Word of God to do that. So come and join us every day. Make sure to subscribe, hit the notify button. Be here every morning live at 8 30 if you want. Leave leave all these people chatting over here right now leave a prayer request there, say hi, let us know where you're from, join our community. If you can't join live, come later in the day, that's fine, or hear the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. So again, I'm so glad to have you along, and I love you and bless you, and until tomorrow, when we're together tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, keep you, make His face shine upon you, fill you with His grace and peace. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.